Good evening, Mervor Abayisai. Continuing along here, we have a couple of nights left in this Cheshbon of 25, Hamisha Ve'esrim. A great Cheshbon which takes us to uh, our imagination, lets our imagination fly. That's the way to, to do it, to build up step by step. And here in this particular Cheshbon, it is to contrast and put it into its right compartment, this world and the next world. We learned last night what Rav used to say continuously that this world is not like the next world. And what's this world all about? Temporary pleasures which don't last. And doesn't have any of that. It's going to be just tremendous blissful gain of Hashem's glory and it will be forever. So let's uh, talk tonight, Bezer Hashem, Another another building up a picture from the great Bali Musser. This is actually brought from Rav Dessler and Michtam Elio and Chelek Aleph on page four, where he quotes, first of all, his, his Rebbe, Rav Tzvi Herzbreudia, and he quotes his father in law of different descriptions, really, to explain a Mishnah in Pirkeyavis. Simple Mishnah. We can almost translate all the words, not quite, but to understand the depth of really what it's saying, it's it's astounding. So let's take it slow and let's first learn the Mishnah. This is a famous Mishnah in Perek Dalid. The Mishnah teaches us that Rabbi Yaakov used to say, "Hu ha'yomer, yofa shoachas b'tshuvah ma'asim tevim be'olamazeh." It's greater. One moment of repentance, one moment of doing the right things, one moment of doing mitzvahs, of learning Torah, in this world. That has an astounding statement just in its own right. That means for a moment, a person is doing the right thing. For a moment, he's doing a mitzvah, he's connected, he's clued in, that's what mitzvah is, it's mitzvah, it connects, it's a connection between the mitzvah and the mitzvah, Hashem and us. For that moment, that moment is greater than all of Olam How could that be? The answer is because once you're in Olam you have no opportunity to do anything to get to Olam So of course, Olam is the goal, and that's, what we're gonna, that's the next part of the Mishnah. But what we have to appreciate is that's why this world has to be appreciated, not for all of its pleasures that this world offers us, but rather for all of the opportunities that this world offers us. And that's why there was great Gedalim. You say, what do you like most? He says, I like life the most. I love living. And they promoted life and they made sure to take care of themselves to live as long as they can because this is the only way to then enjoy the eternity of the reward in the next world. So greater is the opportunity to have a, a chance to do a mitzvah in this world more than all of Olam Abba. And as you, you offer somebody, here, you can go straight to Elam Abba right now. Would you want to do that? The answer is no. The Vilnagain on his deathbed was crying, holding his tzitzis. They said, what are you crying for? You know what's waiting for you? He says, of course I know what's waiting for me. But right now I have the mitzvah of tzitzis, so easy to do, so easy to come by. And in a few moments, I won't have that opportunity anymore. So that's what he was crying. The Lord will miss the opportunity. So while we still have it, we should seize the moments, and appreciate all those moments. And that's greater 
than all of Eilam Abba could give us. But then we come to the next part of the Mishnah. And Yofesh Shoachas Shel Koiras Ruach and greater is one moment of Koiras Ruach. Now that's an interesting word. What is Koiras Ruach? Koiras Ruach, some translated as the tranquility, some translated as the, the blissfulness, needs a better explanation. Yofesh Shoachas Shel Koiras Ruach, one moment of Koiras Ruach, of some some breeze, some momentary pleasure. From all of this world. Sir so Avdesla says, I must tell you, when I was eichet to hear an explanation of this Mishnah, first we'll start with the second half of the Mishnah. What does it mean that this moment in Eilam will be greater mikol chaye that all of life in this world. Now, life in this world, we could boil it down to the good times and the bad times. The good times means the times that we have been happy, the times that have been good for us. We've had immense pleasure. We've had immense nachas. That's That's what this world is, is offers as well. And there's many hardships in this world. There's many times that people have upsets in this world. There's many much sadness in this world. But if you take the if you take the person's all of his good times in life, so take an individual, and we say take in and concentrate it into one little moment, all of the good times you've had in life. Let's say I take a person, he's lived already 90 years, and take all the good times. Well, his, his, the day that he got married was an amazing day, and his first anniversary, and his 50th anniversary, and the time when he was merited to have children. Oh, he remembers what a joyous day that was. And he had times when he was given and elevated to a great position. Oh, when he graduated college, and when he made his first billion dollars doesn't happen to everybody. And put all of those great moments, the time when he came to learn at the all of those brilliant moments and packages, package it into one one moment, one second of time. It's a little hard to do. I mean, watch, there's so many good moments of life that this person experienced. Put it in, package it into one little moment. Okay? That's just this person. Now, you take not only him, but you take everybody in the community. Now, not everybody has a life full of blissful and pleasure. There's a lot of tough times in life, a lot of challenges, a lot of sadness. But, by and large, many people could have days, sure, if you, if you let my memory clearly go through my lifetime, sure, I have many, many tremendously happy days, joyous days. So, not only this person who lived tonight, now we have to get the whole, the whole community. All of those moments. Oh, okay. Because we're talking about all the moments of Elamaz. Okay, so package it all together now. Put it in. It's like stopping, breaking out of that little capsule that we're putting in it. So everybody in the community, all of their happy moments, all of their times of nachas and joy, when they were dancing and smiling 
enjoying this world and put it into one moment. Oh, but that's just this person and the community. Now we have to take not only his community and his city, but let's expand out. Because we're talking about all of Chaya Elamazes. Let's expand out not only his city, but the next city over and the next city over. And let's go through all the states. You finish with that, we'll go through all of the world. I mean, it's starting to split our head already to try to get the moment of all the people in the world, all the people who exist in the world, and tell them, send me all the, the, the greatest moments of joy and pleasure in your life. And yet we're going to package it into that one capsule. But we haven't finished yet. Because that's only all the people living at this time in this world. But the Mishnah tells us, and the Tana, they measured their words exactly. And the Tana of the Mishnah says that this pleasure that I'm talking about is greater mikol chaye ho'olamazeh. Now the ho'olamazeh is not only this moment, it's not only 5782, it's not only today's date, but we're talking about the entire span of history. So we're talking about now thousands of years, 5,782 years of all of those people's pleasurable moments, joyous moments, packaged into one capsule. As much as it's splitting and breaking that capsule open, it's almost mind-splitting to, to, to think about, is that possible? Is it even possible to conjure up an image of putting all of that, concentrating it to one moment, the the extreme ecstasy of pleasure, impossible for the human mind. But the Tana is telling us that take all of Chaya Elamazeh, not just your Chaya Elamazeh, not just the Chaya Elamazeh of now, but Mikol Chaya Elamazeh, all of life in this world, in the 6,000 years that this world will exist, as the Gemara tells us in Sanhedrin, and take all of those great moments and happy moments and good times and package it all together. And yet, the Tana tells us, Yofe Shoachas Shel Koras Ruach Bo'olam Abo Mikol Chaye Ho'olam Now what is a Shoachas or Koras Ruach? What are we talking about that's greater than all of that tremendously packed, concentrated pleasure? I mean, this is Eilam Abba. I mean, this is our goal. This is what the Mishnah is telling us. You know why we should be thinking so much more and prioritizing our Eilam Abba? Because you have no idea what this is going to be. Story comes to mind. If I you finish the explanation of the Mishnah, if we have time, I'll tell you the story. But this is this is used the Kachatzim. It has to go with that. It can't be. Oh, let me just think about. No, it has to go step by step. We have to let the mind expand to it and build the picture, like we're like we're building a puzzle. Yes, it's our own lifetime of all of those moments of pleasure, and there was many of them, many of them. Maybe not as much as the sad times, but there were many good times, many happy times of our relationships, of getting together, our own successes and package it all together, and of all the people in this city, and all the people in the world, and all the people who ever lived in this world, and yet will live in this world. And the Tana tells us, What's a Kairas Ruach? Says Rev Dessler. Kairas Ruach is, imagine, a very wealthy person makes a wedding, and he rents out a tremendously big, large banquet hall, and of course he has the 
greatest delicacies that are there and the fanciest chefs and the most skilled bakers are there preparing for this wedding. And there's a fella who hasn't really had a bite to eat today, a little hungry, and he's walking by this banquet hall. And as he gets closer, he takes a waft, he smells, oh, wow, wow, what a delicious smell. That is a kairas ruach. Says the Tad of the Mishnah, even if a person is, doesn't merit to get into Elam Abba, they just let him sit on the outside and, and bask in the aroma and get a little bit of the aroma into his nostrils, which is the neshama, because that's what the, the pleasure of Elam Abba is, the neshama, which is reyach, as the Gemara tells us in the beginning of Brachis. Reyach, the aroma is what a person smells, that goes to his neshama. And that moment of kairas ruach, that moment of that, oh, that a tremendously good smell that's wafting out of this banquet hall, that moment of pleasure in Olam Abba surpasses all of that concentrated, packed kol chaye ha'olam hazeh. That's how the Tan understood what Olam Abba is about. It's a place that it's a place that no human being has seen, only HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Hashem says you have to use what the, the Tanoim and the Meroim, like we have from Rav, we have from Rabbi Yaakov the Tana, use the way they explained it to appreciate what Olam Haba is. Let me end with the story that just came to mind, a story that I heard years ago from my great Rebbe, Ramatasyot, Mashkiyos of Gazunzai. He said there was once a fellow that was a was a Balchuva, but a beautiful man, had a beard, payas, beautiful person. And someone tell, told him once, asked him, Tell me, how did you how did you become a Balchuva? What was it? What what ignited the spark? What inspired you? So he says, I'll tell you the truth. He says, When I was irreligious, I was from the biggest Bale Taiva out there. I would go after whatever my heart desired. And my heart desired a lot. And I'm walking one day, in I think it was Haifa, and I'm walking by one of these uh, immoral places that it's forbidden from the Torah even to look into the window of such a place, let alone go into such a place. And I'm walking by, looking at this place, and I see a religious man. As he's walking, he gets close to that place, he turns his head the other way, so as not to look, even in the window of that place. And it was bizarre to me. This scene was strange. He says, I I always look at that place. And I know people like to look at that place. Why is this guy not looking at this place? So I thought to myself, he says, it must be that that guy has something that is more desirable and more pleasurable than looking at that window, than going into that place. If that's so, I want that. Because I was a Baltaiva. I wanted things that would give me pleasure. And if that guy had something that's more pleasurable than I have found so far in my life, I want that. So I sorted it out and I found it. Living as a religious Jew. And that's why became that's why I became a Balchuva. But that's what it is. That person used, he had a moment from Hashem given to him. 
If he's going to use his or his imagination, what is that? That guy has something greater. And that's what we're trying to compare here, the Olam to Olam That the life in Olam even a Koyras Ruach, even a, just a quick aroma, will be greater pleasure to call Chaye Olam Hazeh. A good night.